Greetings, heroes and force users of all ages. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today, we are talking the Disney Plus Star Wars series Andor episodes one through five. That's right. This show was created by Tony Gilroy, and by God... We're Star Wars fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. about a Star Wars. We're talking about a Star Wars show. Finally! Back to our origins. Is this the best Star Wars Disney Plus show? (laughs) It's Uh, very plausible. I mean, it's It's very good. It's very good. Yes, generally I liked it. If we're to talk about general general things, um, it's a great show. Is this the best dialogue in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, that I, I, I think, absolutely, without any shadow of a doubt, will say yeah, yes I to that. I think that we can pretty, because, you know, I mean, uh, we, we, it's no it's no secret that, like, uh, even to George Lucas himself, that Star Wars has never really been written very well. But we love it. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the writing, the, the dialogue itself is usually fairly... Poopy. And we have the entire Gilroy family to thank for that. Yes. <laughs> so Tony Gilroy wrote the first three, and then his brother, um, his brother Dan, his brother Dan, Dan. wrote I did it. F- wrote four through six. You're welcome, everyone. And their other brother John was the main editor on the show. Wow! So I don't think I realized nailing it, what a Gilroy family. Yeah, it's it's I. It's definitely a different feel for sure. Like it, very yeah. different. If very you different. enjoyed Rogue One, this is we're getting similar vibes. Yeah, yeah, not just because of the same actors, but like also it's just like well, and Tony Gilroy as well. Mm-hmm. He, he was responsible for the reshoots of Rogue One. It doesn't feel like it has uh, like it doesn't feel like it has that Disney sparkle on it. No. Like, well, certainly not. I mean, just if you just that, show that, that I mean Allie, that honestly um, in a positive way. I, I like it's. I know that yes. sounds like it's a negative, but it yes. actually isn't. Like it's a. Yeah, I mean, just thing. that uh, that scene in episode one, um, in the alley on Morlana one, mm-hmm. where um, he kills two people. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, yikes, all right, yikes, we're yikes, going, yikes. we're going here mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's a uh, um yeah, I like I like the way it's being paced. Um I like that like 
Yeah, well, I, I'm the only thing that I'm kind of like weird about, but I, I guess it makes sense, and it also makes sense why they did the first three. They like pushed the three first three out at the same time. Same time, yeah. Um, because it's it's kind of like one little mini arc, right? Mm-hmm. Which make because it really, if you just do the first episode by itself, like it just sort of ends like in the yep. middle of like a thought almost, and it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, they're just gonna end it there. So it does. I, it it's it's. Really, I I I'm I would love um if somebody would just edit all of them together as one continuous film because it probably would make that's kind of how it feels like it was filmed. It doesn't feel like it was filmed in episodes. It feels Episodic. like it was like a really long film that they just were like, okay, cut we'll just chunks. cut it here. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, um, I had a friend uh, at work tell me he's also a big, big, huge Star Wars nerd. Um, and he's loving the show, he's but he really, was like, really he's an enormous, he's, he's morbidly tall. obese, <laughs> eight and a half feet tall. Wow. Um, he, he was like, I, I'm liking it. He's like, and I liked it so much better in my second watch of every Oh, wow. Episode. He's already watched it twice. Damn. Um, yeah. Cause he's like, I actually, he was like, for me, and, and I actually agree with this to some extent. It, it took me a minute to be like, uh, okay, this is where we are. Yeah. Um, I really love Rogue One. I, I think of the new Star Wars films. That's my it's my fave. Definitely yeah. um, there for sure. But uh, yeah, episodes one and two, I was a little bit like, okay, I need, I need, uh, I'm okay with the pacing, but I do need, I, I need, to, I need to pick it up a little bit here. Give yeah. me action. Um, and then they did. So and then, and then um, they did. Yeah, but I. And I think of- it'll be it'll be interesting to do like a rewatch and see, obviously like everything, what what you missed and so on and so forth. Yeah, I um, uh, like mostly new characters. Um, you know, a few familiar people. Um, uh, and a couple of lesbians. <gasps> subtle, subtle they're def- lesbians. They're, they're but- hell, I'm gonna die for sure. Uh, I need, we're going to have a whole conversation about that in a little bit, but let's do generals first. Um, also like, okay, we'll do generals. Yeah. Generally they're lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. Um, really cool action scenes too. Um, uh, like, like I, I, one that I think it was episode three. It's like the, um, the scene with them, like, having a little shootout in the factory, like, with all the things falling, it, like, was really cool and different, like, than what we've, like, are used to. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, it was cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Okay. It was cool. That's Dan, that's Daniel's general. Uh-huh. Dino, your general. <clears throat> all right. My general feeling on this show, I, this is my favorite, uh, Disney Plus Star Wars offering. Well, let's talk I, about we've, we've got even more um, than Mando. You think? Yeah, we got Mando. Uh, for you. Yes, yes. All right. Wow. For me. In for terms me. of uh, in terms of um, just tone, overall everything. Tone. Um. Uh, zero reliance or very little reliance on cameos. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. It it was not shot in the volume. It was shot on location, and you can Which tell. Which is obvious. Ugh. It's so nice. It I, I mean, the volume's awesome, but it's yes. so nice to be on location. You, you can yes. tell this galaxy yeah. feels huge, mm-hmm. and the landscapes feel huge. I think that that's the um, the the thing with with the um 
with the volume, it's always like, oh, wow, I can't believe that that was filmed on a volume because it looks so good. Yeah. But like that doesn't, it's just it still degener- doesn't it's, it's, a, yeah, you can't. It doesn't hold a candle to like the real thing. It nope. really doesn't. Nope. Nothing it's, tops the real thing. And, yeah. uh, it, and it's nice to see Star Wars get back out there. And... It's definitely better than a green screen. Yeah, like, oh, yes. yeah, of course. A thousand times yeah. better than a green screen. Uh, no, no, this isn't crapping on the volume. This is just... No. Um, uh, it's nice to be on location. <laughs> yeah. The money was well spent. Much in the way Star Wars used to be. And, yeah. Uh, to some degree. Well, yeah, there's always going to be green. I mean, there's uh, there's a hefty amount of green screen in this show. But, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I love how big the galaxy feels. I love how unfamiliar the characters feel, but in a familiar setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love, and this is something Tony Gilroy said he wanted to really explore was the you know the the germination of rebellion and how yeah. it starts at a grassroots level. Mm-hmm. Truly grass, truly grass, truly grass. In this version. Yeah. yeah, actual grass, and also the the um the um. The Empire being as, yeah, um, the... like, you know, just so flighty about all the things. You're just like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, it's whatever. And, like, you can just see all the cracks. Yes. Know, yeah. The... You know, that that was, that's a big pull for me in seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, Their complacency. And, and complacency, uh, bureaucracy. And, yes. And how, how complicated it is to get things done. Red tape and all that shit. Efficiently. Yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. uh I love that we're kind of seeing an imperial hierarchy that makes uh, a little more sense now. And that uh, uh, we've barely seen any stormtroopers. Right. And the reason for that, and this is canonically, but uh, uh, I think Solo was the only other time to really do it, is that the foot soldiers of the empire are not the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers are the elite force that they bring in when things get real, dicey. real, real bad, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because none of them are right. bad. <laughs> right, and we've and we've talked we we talked during a bad batch about the reason uh, stormtroopers are so or not potentially good. why they're why they are so inefficient compared to their clone counterparts mm. and because they were trained poorly. Yeah, they're mass produced. They're they're, they're and given so in some cheaper... in some cases were purposefully trained poorly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I love that. Um, and as I alluded to at the beginning, uh, I think this is some of the sharpest and most compelling writing mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Period. Uh, certainly of the shows, certainly of the Disney era, but but sure. perhaps ever. Yeah, um, it's like there's there's no. Um, yeah, it's like it's a little. It's a little far removed from the um uh from the fantasy that is Star yeah. Wars, and it brings it at like uh it's just a much more like earthy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, no, the there's galaxy. No, yeah. There's no like there's no like character with a profound destiny or anything like that. Right. It's just like this is. I mean, I guess he does have a destiny since we know where he is headed Heading. after this. Yeah. But um, but it's not like a um like this was foretold, and you know. You you were you were always supposed to be a Jedi and you know like, right. like your father before you it's not, nothing like that it's just like he is a guy who's getting swept up into the you know because of his circumstances getting swept up into the into the cause yeah and it's and it's the galaxy without the Force and without the Jedi and yeah. without the Skywalkers and without 
uh, and none of that is, those are all good things. But they're all great. But things. we've 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 done the all things that. Things we do and love yes. about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I don't want to make this about any other shows, but I think where Mando uh, season two in the book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. it's really the book. It was the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Mando season two was great. Where book yeah. of Boba Fett didn't lose me but where i just kind of started scratching my head was the the detours to luke and to ahsoka and to and that the galaxy just starts to feel small Mm -hmm. and that everybody knows each other and there are there are trillions of people that live in this galaxy literal trillions and and i think it's much more interesting to pick a corner and yes we know andor already but but uh to pick a corner and 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 just kind of look through a keyhole at one corner of the galaxy and see how they are uh, handling things, handling things, and what day to day life under the empire looks like. Where the, you know, you know, atrocities are happening, but you don't see them in plain sight. So right. it's, there's like this kind of talked about quality. It's just the it's this ominous presence that's kind of floating in the background, but you're not seeing it at all times, and that mm-hmm. is almost more scary. Yeah, potentially. Um, those are—I mean, those are my general thoughts. Well, we'll I, I'm. That's I, pretty general. Yeah, nice and general. Oh, generally. Um. Also, uh, my generals. Uh, on top of what you two both have said, um, mm-hmm. I'm really loving the costume design of the show. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh it's, yeah. Um. It feels Star Wars, but it also feels new. Um, mm-hmm. all the kind of gold and there's like a lot of like gold and like mustard, mustard, um, and like greens, which you don't necessarily see in a lot of Star Wars costuming. Yeah. Um, really like that. Really like the look of the Canari and like their, everything about them. That's, that's really interesting. And well, even with the, you can, you can see, um, you could see hints of like where, um, well, I mean, I know that these these <laughs> these costumes are actually inspired on the originals, but it it makes it look like the originals were inspired by these because this you sure, know, technically a, came before. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. you can see like the people that are on the um oh what's the planet that they're on you know at first Ferrix. Uh, Ferrix, yeah, or like or the of- industrial planet. Which one do you mean? Oh, I think it's Ferrix. It's the one. Ferrix where- is the one where um um Andor's like mom is, and where right. that whole yes. bit of action yeah. takes place. Yeah, and, the, and the, all the ding, 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 all that. Yeah, stuff. that's yeah, Ferrix. yeah, yeah. So Fiona um, Shaw, man. What's that? Fiona mm-hmm. Shaw, man. Oh, she's so good, so freaking great, so good. Yeah, um, she's the old lady, right? Yeah. His mom, yeah. Marva. She's, yeah, she's she, she kind mm-hmm. of like reminds me of like a um. Oh gosh, what's her name? Um, I'm ready for my close up, Miss Jamil. Um, Glenn Close. Yeah, Glenn Close ish. Yep. Uh, Glenn Close adjacent, like they could be related. Um, yep. No, but the costumes that are in the um, in that in like Ferrix, like mm-hmm. people in those like the puffy jackets and stuff, mm-hmm. they're very reminiscent of like the Rebel Alliance like uniforms that they wear in the X wings and stuff. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's like hints here and there. Yeah, I loved the detail of the whole entire wall, the workers' wall, at, like hanging oh, up their yeah. um, their like mm-hmm. gloves and jackets and stuff. At the end of the day, something about that was just like so 
yummy to me. Yeah, it's I was cool, like, cause oh, because they could have easily just taken those home, but like it's just a no, fun just detail. like a yeah, great, um, great look. Uh, yeah, the acting is all all great. I'm loving the dialogue, and um, yeah, those are those are I suppose my generals. Very general. Uh, Okay, so let's let's see. Since we're we're dealing with five episodes, I'll, I'll ask <laughs> you this: episodes. Um, uh, character-wise, and uh-huh. it, and you can say Cassian, but character-wise, who who are you finding the most compelling in our yeah in uh, our kind of lead-off five episodes here? You know, um, the most compelling. I mean, cat. Cassian's doing a great job, but honestly, the one that I'm the like, like I think the most interested in because I think that he's gonna have a really, he could potentially have a really great arc, like a, like cause, and I'm and the cool thing is that I don't know where it's going because like he it could be just like a complete like downward spiral to like a really super dark place, or it might be a redemption arc, or it could be both. I don't know, but um, it's the uh uh the little the young upstart um. Imperial. Oh, Cyril. 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 Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I always equip, like um because I can't get out of my head the character from you guys. Wait, did you you, you both haven't watched Twin Peaks, right? Mm. Ah, oh, shucks. You guys need to watch that show. It's really great, um and really weird. But um he he reminds me of uh, um uh the lead guy in that. It's like damn good coffee. Mm. Um, it's he's also the lead of um the original Dune movie. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh. What the heck is his name? Yes, him. Scream it out. Scream it out, peeps. Yeah. Oh, we can hear you. We can hear you. But he reminds me of a young him. Um, okay. What is his name? It's going to drive me nuts. I know. Me too. I love him too. I really do. I like that actor. God. Come on. But yeah, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but... Um, uh, but I, I, I'm interested to see where they take his character. <laughs> and he's a randomly like a mama's boy. And he's like, um, yeah, that's like- a um, it's interesting that actually. I, I'm confused by I'm confused by the mom and the into it. <laughs> yeah. and it there's a lot of really it's- confusing things there about yeah. that family. Yeah. I'm intrigued by it, but it does feel. Uh, huh? Yeah. And, and his mom is Catherine Hunter. Who, Which is, uh, yeah, she's a. Yeah. Uh, theater icon, and, yeah, and then you, you've known her as Mrs. Fig in Harry Potter, and yes, uh, uh, she was just in the tragedy of Macbeth. She played the witches. Yeah, she's I, incredible, incredible actor. Yeah, that that voice is so yeah, that smoker um, voice. Yeah, um, Twin Peaks and Dune is uh, Kyle MacLachlan. There it is, yeah, Kyle MacLachlan. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I I'm interested by um Cyril. I hope. Really, really double fingers crossed that they. I'm sure we will kind of oh, no learn doubt. learn more about him, but yes. Uh, I think I texted this to both of you, but <laughs> I was like, "Oh, please don't, please don't let the first like kind of gay Star Wars character be this villain guy." Yeah. <laughs> um, Do we think he's gay? Honestly, I didn't get those vibes. I mean, he altered his his mm. uniform. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't yeah, know. And, I, and he's a, mm, it's possible. Here, it's here's, play, my, here's my it's, thing. It's here's my thing. This this t- set me down. I'm just gonna do it now. This do set it. me down a really big rabbit hole of uh, just sort of uh, 
que- uh, queer baiting and queer coding on oh, uh, on television uh-huh. shows and, sure. and movies. Sure. And and him and the the two girls share a blanket line right. to me are yes. both kind of teeter tottering between queer coding and queer queer baiting. And that well, sure. um is half exciting to me and half worrisome to me. Like as opposed to just like being like these guys are these guys are they they are gay lovers and like what would be what would be the uh the, Well, the... here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. How, how, uh, would let you, me... how would you how would we fix that? I wonder. Well, first let me just tell you the difference between what queer coding and queer baiting are cuz yeah. they're similar but <laughs> different. So queer coding is when characters may not be explicitly stated to be queer, but there's enough subtext available for the audience to read them as queer. That feels like what's happening. Okay. uh, Coding is not necessarily like negative or positive. Sure. Queer baiting is more harmful. It's sort of like what they did with the rise of Skywalker, where they uh-huh. were like, "There's queer representation in this movie." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. As a and way to draw, to as a way to draw audiences in. Right. And then, it's not even there, or if it is there, it's harmful. You missed it. Oh, so, you, you. Oh, you was there. Oh, you, you blinked. It. Yeah, I'm I mean, so like sorry. that moment, which we've, you know. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't even the edit it. Dead, they didn't Alyssa. even edit that out of the China version. <laughs> that's how that's how under the radar that one was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So oh, I think I think kind of what's going on here is more in the coding realm. Yeah, yeah, I would um, say so. You know, this serial character is. Because it definitely wasn't in the advertisements. They were like, hey, no, queers, no, we no. got some gays for you in this show. <laughs> and to be honest, it would be weird if all of a sudden there was just like some like romance story in Hi, this, in this Happy story. Happy Proud Month. Um, but my worry about the girls yes. <laughs> is that now one of them is obviously going to die. And right. so, or both of them. Or both. So what yeah. you've done now, Star Wars, is you've given... The queers, the... you've given the queers this little nugget of hope that there might be some, there might be some openly queer characters in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> and now you've killed them. So that's yeah. also problematic yeah. because it feels like baiting. It feels yeah. like here's this thing, JK, JK. Have... You're never gonna have it again because it's dead. So <laughs> I might eat my words. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know if it's baiting necessarily. If it, it like, because you know, the key is to to make you. It's like if we're gonna be comparing it to um, Rogue One, mm. um, is you know, you you, you want to care for these characters, of course. Um, and then of eventually, course. when they do die, you're like, no, no, sure. And you know, yeah, I just that's regardless my, if they're gay or not. It's that's like, my. I, I mean, I like. I, I literally like held my breath when he was because because it's ob- it's obvious to me that they are together and it, it wouldn't we wouldn't be triggered if we didn't have all this this history behind us you know sure what I mean? like sure. If, if this was just a random show that happened to have these yeah. two characters that were gay we would yeah be twice about i it. think my it's um, so special yeah it's and like, because in live action in particular they've never they've not done it at all, it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the comics and 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 as um, of now, they 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 barely have done it. Like like even in Andor, it's still like oh they share a they share a blanket. And really, honestly, if you weren't really thinking about it, you might miss it. 
Right. Truly. It's and not, really, it's not, the reason it was said right. is because, um, you know, one of the other rebellion guys kind of caught Andor being like, oh, she's she's kind of she's cute. super cute. Like right. she also likes to. Um, <laughs> anyways, those are my those are my feelings on the matter. That being yeah, said, I, I totally maybe they'll totally, that. you know, prove me wrong in. In think, this, well, it, it's all in the eyes of the beholder because you know you might because like so far I haven't felt, I haven't felt that way because I I, I I understand that they are um, at least as far as a, like writing goes, they're like you know they want to tug at your heartstrings because they want you sure. to feel bad when they're not around anymore. Absolutely, and, and I, I, to- I and I totally get that. It's just just like for, um, it's oh, just um you know. That thing I, I, that we talk we, about all the time, managing yes. our expectations, yes. and right. it's like you know, it is it 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 the fact that one line and a few glances and another line have like you know in me personally even like oh maybe this will happen. We are this triggering time. Right. Like, lots of things. So our- I just need to like sit back, know that like either one or both of them probably will die. In this right. scary, scary mission they're about to go on, but um, and it also is probably triggering because she has your same haircut. What? The blonde girl? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Every time I see her, I was just like, "Oh, Alyssa's had that haircut before." <laughs> <laughs> like the like, shaved on the side? Is it shaved? No, it's not shaved. Is it? If it's not shaved, she wears it in like tight, like a like, really tight braids on the sides. I think maybe, but yeah, I, I same kind of hair coloring ish. <laughs> Sure, sure. Um, she reminds anyways, me of you. Anyways, we don't need to. We don't need to spend any more time on this. There's many, no, no, many that's things what this to show talk is about. about. It's about lesbians. But um, that's what I have to say on that. And please, fingers crossed, Andor doesn't mess it up. <laughs> so. We'll see. Um, so, but it, uh, uh, answering the question though, which which character do you find most mm. compelling? Well, I guess it's that. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I think, um, honestly, all of the Rebellion people, okay, seeing yeah. seeing that in, like, the grassroots level like and, like... them as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. that's... I love I love that. So There's far. some great actors in there, too. Like, I... Uh, and I remember, like, first meeting them and thinking, like, I don't know why. I did, and I do this fairly often, but I, like, cross my arms, like, going, like, oh, here's the smart guy. Here's the this, you know, and, like, and, like, you know, like, but but they they very quickly, like, slap me in the face. We're like, no, you sit down and you enjoy this because, like, they're, they're, and they're the, all ri- the writing is just so good. And writing is the great, acting and is so good. So, exactly. Stole the yeah. words right from my mouth. Yeah. Well, and I love that. Uh, so, this, this younger actor, uh, Alex Lothar, he plays. Yeah, uh, where, they, where is he from? He, he plays he Nemec. He was in. Um, uh, I haven't done my research in that. The regard. Imitation Game. He oh, played a young. He played at a young Alan. Yes, Turing. Alan. T- Al- why yes. I remember his face. Uh, and he. I mean, he's he's got a long little resume. Um, long little. I, a long <laughs> little. Long and little. Uh, uh, yeah, he has a long. It's resume. Not the words you want to hear, probably, but no, no. <laughs> but uh, him being the. Uh, Kind of the the intellectual of the group. Short and thick, but (laughs) all right, we've moved on, Daniel. We've moved on. Uh, I I love that uh, the contrast between him being the intellectual and he has this manifesto on yes on on what constitutes rebellion and and 
which is not something we've ever really seen in Star Wars before. I don't think we've we've but really. But it's exactly dealt... what a terrorist would do. <laughs> it's exactly what a, a terrorist would do. And then and uh, kind of uh, juxtaposing him with uh, Arvel and yeah, who's kind of the more no bullshit. Uh, member of the tough. group, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can tell you can tell Vel is like a very natural leader, mm-hmm. and but she struggles with. Uh, no, she doesn't really. I wouldn't say she she. Uh, she is very um, rightfully so. She's very distrusting of mm-hmm. any any veering from the plan that was agreed on, and that is evidenced yeah. by. Uh, uh, Luthen bringing Which Cassian on board in the first place. So love she, his character. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. What a, yes. what an interesting, cool. I mean, character. really so cool. I think he's probably. I mean, he's definitely fighting for first place for me too because there's so much that we don't know about him yet. It's just like a lot. He's got fucking lace front wigs. I want to know everything about this man. <laughs> I know the very, first time he gets into his wig and like cloak and like yes, I like, really physically. I was like, was oh. Oh, this is great! Yeah, who's yeah. this guy? Yeah, and it's so it's already become a a a well known gif. Has it? Oh, of, I've missed it. Of yes. him getting dressed. Of of him getting into character. You sure. Know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, how how nervous he is by uh, how nervous he is normally and paranoid, and then he kind of just effortlessly slips into this. Uh, gregarious you know art collector and yeah speaking of a speaking of a character that's a total standout for me and i i was obsessed with this and i just kept re-watching it the guy who rings the bells in ferrix oh like, yes he's got a whole I, backstory we have I mean, like you can we haven't he said so much without saying anything he, at all academy award winner <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah he Incredible. Does, you know you know that guy does he that made every a meal out of that snack they were like he you're gonna did. ring the bells and he was like okay right. quasimodo who here we go right <laughs> like, i just so imagine good. those auditions were grueling just for that character they find you know? they found people at like crossfit gyms and stuff like iron <laughs> competitions. yeah you know i think my most compelling character it, it's a it's going to be a, a a combination of two women. Okay. Uh, first being Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Yeah, she's so fucking great. awesome. I I did not know I needed a Mon Mothma family drama. Yeah. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> I did Mon not Mothma know we needed drama. a Mon, Mon, Mon Mothma family drama. <laughs> uh, here we are. and uh, Man, her husband is such a dick. Such a dick. And her daughter's resentful of her and... Oh. And their, I house, love seeing... their house looks like the inside of a Mormon temple. <laughs> right. I remember you saying that. Right. Text so the boys funny that. to me. Truly, it's I all love... white and gold. <laughs> I love great. that we're seeing the leader of rebellion and the personal cost mm-hmm. that comes with yeah. her illicit activities. She's going to lose her family, basically. Although, I mean, you know, it looks it seems like she already did. but uh, And that it's not necessarily her life. I mean, her life is absolutely at stake, and she she makes that known to Luthen that I would be the first one to go. Yeah, if, right. But I I love she would seeing be made an the more of for sure. I love seeing the more intimate costs of 
of what she's chosen to do. And uh, it, it just it, it gives us such important backstory to that, that steely-eyed, resourceful Mon Mothma we meet in Return of the Jedi. Right. Who, who, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what has happened between now and then. Uh, I think the show will give us an indication of what happens between now and then as far as she goes personally. But um, how great to, to focus on a character like her. And Genevieve O'Reilly is spectacular. Yeah. Uh, she's, I could listen to her just read yes. the phone book. She's got a gorgeous truly. voice. It's yeah. and, and, and her scene with Luthen in the uh, the art gallery or the his his little museum is... Yeah, when he takes her to the back to, yes. to show yes. her something. Yes, and as the camera yeah, yeah. pans, they're, you know, they're mm-hmm. smiling, having their fake conversation. As it pans behind her, he immediately drops character. Mm-hmm. So great. Seamless. I was like, oh, my God, this is what we signed up for. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my other my other favorite thus far is uh, Denise Goh, who plays uh, uh, Deidre Miro, who's the uh, Imperial Intelligence Officer. Uh, yeah, she's great. Oh yeah, very good. Who they're setting up to to be a villain, but not. Um, I don't. I don't know what the best. It, it's not anti-hero at all. Yeah, but and she's it's just not... so. She's so smart, and uh, in episode five, she has that that line about, "Well, if if it were me, if I were, if I were setting up a rebellion, that's mm-hmm. how I would yes. do it." And all of these, yeah, which is these cool. little it's, cracks in all of the different parts of the foundation. She kind of does, honestly, to me, and so far, feel kind of like the the glue that's like piecing together all of these different, like for instance, like Rogue One, this show, um, even the the solo show. Like she's there. Solo, I shouldn't probably should have been a show, but the movie, um, like it, it's. Um, uh, yeah, it's just like she's piecing all those together, which is cool. I think it's yeah. um yeah, should be like the connective tissue. Well, and and as you said, Alyssa, she's she's super smart and you almost root for her because she is so good at her job and you've already seen her been uh, being put on the back foot mm-hmm. because of imperial bureaucracy, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Uh, and because she's uh, a lesbian. Major Partigas, <laughs> who I love the that actor, his name's Anton Lesser. He was in Game of Thrones and Oh, wait, what was uh, she in Game of Thrones? He, uh, the, 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 the actor uh, Anton Lesser oh. played uh, Partagaz, the the uh, the one who was like telling... one of the heads of the the intelligence in Bureau. the meeting, right, 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 right. And he he's played, got a uh, scene with her too, yeah. Daniel, if you'll remember, he played uh, Grandmaster Picel. Yes, yes, yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. In the robes, yes. Or no, not Picel. Um, who's the other one? I don't know. I'm very bad with names. That's cannot help you here. Anyway, very anyway. Clear. Uh, but he, she gets knocked down a peg. She uh, gets knocked because down. Be, because she she is hot on the trail and and you see imperial bureaucracy step in and say no. This is ha- protocol for this sector. This is your department. Oh my god! The fucking head don't step out of line. The their department. Like what a dick. His like. Everybody's like worst nightmare yeah. of a of a boss. Like just does not even take a breath. Like in cutting everyone down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The major part of gets. He's uh, uh, terrible. 
Yeah. So yeah, as we talked about, you can see the the cracks in the empire already. But yeah. On how they, it's no accident that a rebellion is able to fester because these guys are incompetent. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the and, setup and of that, um, the setup of that line <laughs> at the end of episode five on Ferrix with a, a new imperial officer who we, we were just meeting. And he's like, well, can I have another title? I know it doesn't come with more pay, but can yeah, I have right. another Yeah, I have can another I be the title? prefect? There's, and there's, and like, he's like, yeah, fine, whatever. Put on your ball <laughs> gown. Yeah, put on your ball gown. Just uh, just get this place ready. for. Uh, yeah. I think a common denominator, too, in the like Empire, um, uh, and even the Sith, too, is... Um, uh, oh, God, what's the word I was looking for? I just lost it. Ambition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people yeah. being like get, letting their ambitions get the best. Yeah, of them. Krennic. I mean, mm-hmm. it was Krennic, totally Krennic. Director yes. Krennic, and Vader says, "Don't choke on your aspirations." And yeah, that mm-hmm. uh, that whole mo- half that movie is about him getting sidelined by Tarkin and trying yeah. to uh, try trying to win favor with higher ups, and that's all the Empire is. It's a bunch of ladder, so, climbing. You know, ladder climbers. Yeah, a whole empire of ladder climbers. Yes. So it's really interesting to have a character like Deidre Miro, uh, who is, I, I won't say sympathetic just yet, but that they framed her as kind of uh, an afterthought, and it makes you, it makes you, it, it paints it in a very stark, a very stark picture that if there were more Deidre Miros running Imperial intelligence, there's probably not a rebellion. Yeah. Yep. Potentially. Right. Also, I really want her uniform. Oh, oh yeah, it's dope. This, this whole show gave me like so ones. many yeah. ideas. I'm like, oh, next Very celebration. Clean looking. Gotta... Oh, wasn't it so exciting to go back to Coruscant? By the way, I I oh, really yeah. was happy about that, and it looks mm-hmm. so and it looks cool so well. good. And the it sound design good. takes you right back to the prequels. And yeah, yeah, sound huge, huge, uh, huge hats off to the sound. The Tie Fighter, you know. Oh my God! Whoosh, whooshing through and rippling against the water—that yeah. water shot. What and it's scary sounding. What and they captured kind of the dynamic, like room, and I'm like, yeah. wow. They captured the dynamic kind of of of, of like a fighter jet. So it had the mm-hmm. the uh, the tie fight, the classic tie fighter sound, and then it reverberating then off the yes. ground, <laughs> and then yeah, there it, it made the tie fighter scary. Like tie mm-hmm. fighters yeah. are scary now. Yeah, it's it's all it's all about putting things in scale, and I think I would say in the original trilogy we took uh, Tie Fighters for granted because they're just there's so many of them and they're kind of cannon fodder, and mm-hmm. but but put it in this context, terrifying. Yeah. Oh, this is really really random, but I just like because I I I know you follow Sam Witwer on. Twitter, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to see his tweet that happened like right after the? I think it was episode four when it came out. I could be wrong, but um, uh, but he tweeted like a very coy like, "See, I told you I was in the show," kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And in so many words, um, but I was like, "Huh? I don't understand it." But it's because I never played the video game. Did you play um, Force Unleashed? I did. You did. Okay, so Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. there there's a wonderful so little Easter egg um in 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 you know his giant collection of things. In Luthen's collection. Yes. Oh, okay. There's, there there is a like a uh, like a set a, a set of armor that's sitting like in the background. That Sam Witwer's character wore in the video game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Star so, Killer uniform. 
So he, you know, there are people who are like, ah, he's officially canon. Oh shit, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Like in this show in particular, um, it, they they have made um like numerous um video game references, which is interesting. Um. Uh, specifically, oh my gosh, yes. Um, the uh, the. The Kyber Crystal, the special oh, like, the... Mm-hmm. that he was like, oh yeah, he's like, you can sell this for fifty thousand regards or whatever. Um, uh, that man, wow, what a deep dive! Because I, I also hadn't played that video game, which yep. you know, bad Star Wars fan, but I just didn't have the system at the time. Okay, but mm-hmm. um, it's a direct reference to uh characters that were uh created for the um Knights of the Old Republic game mm-hmm. um also i want and- that also i want that that kyber crystal on a necklace oh it's so it's pretty so you know that they're they're oh nerds have already that. made it it's on etsy i'll buy of one of course it is of course Great. It is. yeah i'll buy Fantastic. one definitely don't buy it at disney because it'll be way too expensive uh no no i'll buy it from like an actual maker who used like a real crystal who looks yeah. that looks like that you know not plastic and because my rogue i have a rogue one i have generoso's oh you ky- do kyber crystal That's necklace cool. and How it's fun yeah it's it's just um I forget then. It's quartz. It's quartz. quartz. Quartz crystal. I took I took notes about this um this exact thing, and I wanted to get them out because I totally wasn't prepared. But yes, these characters um uh they're talking about the the rebellion of the. It was like to 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 celebrate the rebellion of the um. Hang on a second here. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> oh no 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 no. That's not it. It's not in there. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. But well, maybe it'll come back to you. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, they're 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 um they were talking about a rebellion that was uh um of these this particular race of people that um which oh my god, I went on such a deep dive. I was like, how do I not know about this? Because it's like it's like thousands and thousands of years in the past in this, you know, galaxy far, far away. Um, but it was like a, um, a race of people that like, um, they use the dark side of the force for, um, to like power a lot of their machines and Mm -hmm. they're basically going from like, like world to world, absorbing all the resources and enslaving all of the people. And, and in, in, in essence, they, they kind of like, like needled the thread, um, that these, these beings sort of set in motion, um like kind of the way we see the uh the the universe as it is now or sorry the 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 galaxy as it is now for instance like um they say that uh on um the the world of the wookies um Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yes um that they were like terraforming that planet and mm. they put some like ai there that like helped terraform and like it kind of like they like left it alone and it went out of control and basically like went overdrive and caused it to like all the trees to be giant and um so it's like they had a direct hand at like forming like planets as we see them today mm. um uh so th- there's just so much intrigue there i was like oh man i want to i want to I want to know more about that shit. Sounds cool. But anyway, so that was just a little, I love that they just like that one little connective tissue there. Yeah. Um, 
um yeah there was that and then there was the unfortunate leech game it was like they're they're just like little by little making like like little boops and bips um canon again which i think is so fun yeah no i i'm, I'm with you um uh, another i i'm actually adding a third character to my uh to my most compelling group you're not um, allowed <laughs> well, I'm doing it. So, <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Gorn, played by Sul Remy, he's Gorn. the uh, he's the double agent. Yeah, cool character. Oh. Yes, uh, and I I pick him because there's the again this is episode five where he's on top of the installation with the other Imperial officer and they're just having kind of a conversation about the view. Yeah, and then they start talking about moving the indigenous people out of. Uh, that that sector and that they're building this big airbase and that and the officer makes some offhand comment it's like uh, could you imagine if there were thousands, thousands of them of here, them here? Mm-hmm. and he's like yes yeah, I, I, can. Can. I can i can and you could see him just kind of trying trying his best to stay in character and and uh how taxing being that good at at being a double agent is in that uh Lord knows what he's going to be asked to do. Yeah. You know, at some point. And, and he might have dark, to probably. do it. Yeah. Just to save face. Um, They're going to have so blood on their hands. Yeah. Just, just put that, put that in the list of, of people taking significant risk and, and being subject to significant cost and a big fan of that character. Yeah. I'm just looking up the name of that. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to let it go. I need to find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of really interesting things going on. Um, I, I love I love the few scenes with, um, you know, because they're, they're all having a hard time trusting Andor, all the, yeah. the small little rebellion um, group, oh, and rightfully so. Um, and uh, I, loved, <laughs> I loved the scene where they've, like, brought him in and they were like well how would you tell if it was what like what the temperature is and he's like kind of backpedaling in his mind he's like wait do you not do you not know how to how to fly this thing do you not even know if it's on the tracks yeah. do you not yeah and um it's like wow you guys are like really yeah i behind. love i love this idea that like you know obviously they're they're this like you know kind of hagtag group but ragtag group of hagtags um ragtag <laughs> um, rag group of people that are just like you know they're very invested in the cause but a lot of them don't have the practical skills and knowledge that andor has right which makes makes it a, a very fascinating character relationship because they do totally. need they do need him I think that was like him finally realizing he's like, oh, wow, you guys, you guys really, really did need me. (laughs) They need him, but he's also going to have to rely on them to, you know, he's nervous because help him out of it. Yeah. He was thinking that he was just going to be along for the ride and he's like now like going to have to like really pick up. Yeah. And I love the, I love the line that, um, you know, he's, he says like, you know, well, it's not. It's it's hard it's hard to work with people. It's hard to to work on a team. Yeah. So it's a it's just a New fascinating fascinating dynamic there. By yeah. the way, it's the Rakatan mm. people. 
there. Um, so Our, he says yeah. it's, this this kyber crystal was celebrating the uprising against the Rakatan invaders, mm-hmm. and I was like, what a wonderful nugget of information. It's like, and what are the Rakata? I've never even heard of that word. So I went down a deep Wikipedia dive, deep deep cheese dive, deepy cheese yep. dive. My God, it's very interesting stuff. If you ever want to go read about it, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, you know, eventually I want to play the game. I was waiting for them to do the remake. <laughs> they pushed it back, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's been postponed to like 2024 or something. Oh, I want to play it now. Anyways, I yeah, I'm just I'm really I'm really enjoying. I, we've talked, we've said this to some extent on the show before. It's like it's so lovely to see something that still feels like Star Wars, but it's yeah. so new and interesting. But also a little Indiana Jones. Sure. No, only because there's just like random. I don't know, I also, like that—that's the wonderful thing about like a yeah. uh, like a room full of collections and stuff. Like, oh they yeah, just like yeah. put whatever like in there like as little fun things. But there's actual Indiana Jones like shit in there. I would say oh what really? I'm most, Truly? Yeah, yeah, there is. His yeah. whip is in there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't um, see it. I would say what I'm actually most excited about going forward on this show. Oh, and is... the stones from the Temple of Doom. Those are in yes. there too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say what I'm most excited about going forward on the show is actually uh, watching the dynamic uh, within the Rebellion, which is is played upon a bit in Rogue One, but once they introduce Saul Guerrero into the mix, who is yeah. a, no, a known, ex- he's an extremist, a he known is extremist. He's going to be in the show, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm going to love to see how the fracturing kind of happens, where Mon Mothma and Saul Guerrero... He's like, whoa, 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 we're not that dark. Like, we're not that. Yeah, holy moly. But then seeing what drives Saw to that. and Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, like, has he always been that way? Or was there something kind of like, he's like, no, we need to do more. You know, yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I I love seeing those kind of dynamics within a rebellion that we think is just and good, which it mostly is. But how... Not everything is all good and not everything is all bad. And yes. that's, we we've always talked about gray. that's where, right, that's where Star Wars does its best work. And um, we've already seen a fair bit of it. I mean. And there are 12 episodes this season? That sounds right. I believe so, yes. I remember there okay. being more than I thought there was going to be. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I think like they're, that. oh, I have it, I have it up. I should, let me look. There will be 12. Yes. 12. There will be twelve. Yeah, the finale. The finale two. will uh, be released on November twenty third. So we're still still a little while away. Yeah. Um, Do you think? Yeah, um, and, and there will be a season two as well. Yeah. Yes. Right. So that's already being produced, or am I crazy? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Um. Yeah. Did they say? Did they say they were? Because we're we're basically oh, what what year are we in? Are we like is, is it five years before the event? This is no, this is right before Rogue One. So this is, or rather, the 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 show is going to take place. Um, oh, I forget how many years. Yeah, right. Because I remember them saying it was. Like, I think oh, it's, it's going to end. It's, five, it's going five to years. end at Rogue One. So yes, I think you are correct. I'm it's remembering five, it's yeah. going to end at Rogue One. Yeah. Like they're 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 wanting to almost end like moments before it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, is Oh, I'm be seeing so cool. um I'm seeing a a chart here of the it's like a little uh flow chart of Oh, like a timeline. The 
No, not timeline, but just the the reception by episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is like an interesting thing to look at. Mm. Um, what, what, so, what do you mean by that? Like, like from episode to episode, like what the amount of like positive reviewers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like what they had to say based on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, tracked gotcha. by Rotten Tomatoes. And um, the first episode was at like a 93. Wow. <laughs> Second episode. Out of 4,000. <laughs> sure. Um, episode went down to, episode two went down to like an 86. Still very decent. Uh, three went back up to 93. Mm. Four went down again to that 87. And then episode five was at 99%. Dang. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Episode five. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it went to another yeah, level. So it's a, it's a review aggregator. Um, That's based cool. on based on 420 critic reviews, so it's just kind of interesting. It's it's a weighted average, obviously. Very very cool. And um, this is this is these aren't user reviews; these are critic reviews. Yeah, these are critic reviews. Cool. Um, Everyone's a critic. We're technically critics. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, well, and I love that the sure sure. In terms of like action, other than that first arc, there there hasn't been like a bunch of explosive. Mm-mm. And we know it's coming, but I, I yeah. so appreciate that a Star Wars show is actually sustaining itself on dialogue. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's an incredible thing to to see happening. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to earn all of the big set pieces that are coming. And I I, I have no complaints other than uh, what what the, the issue you alluded to, Alyssa, that could potentially be an issue. Um, yeah, but I'm 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 still remaining hopeful fine i mean and yeah i'm I'm right there with you and uh i have i have i've I've just been enjoying it i'm i'm just mm-hmm. i don't really i'm have having a blast points. honestly i i um the um i know it's again it's not really a complaint it's just like uh it's an interesting i think if if all of the if all if it was one complete like move film without breaks um uh like the endings of the episodes, like the, the the endings of the episodes, are not like making a hundred percent sense to me. Like, why did they end it there? I don't understand. But like, um, that that would be like my only critique if there is one. Hmm. But um, yeah. I I like I I know that like for instance like episode five just felt like it ended. Um, uh, but it's like it's part of the greater arc. I think that yeah. we'll probably see more of a conclusion of this particular arc and the, they, maybe they're all like, they're a series of trilogies <laughs> because like the first three was sure. like a little, a small arc and then four five and six will be another little arc. And then, cause it, we are, it is 12 episodes. So yeah. Um, another thing, uh, the music is cool. It also yeah. feels very different from anything we've it's heard. It's atmospheric. It's um, Nicholas mm-hmm. Bratel. Who, yeah, um, if you succession, he he yeah. won for his uh, score of succession, and um, he's also done quite a bit of film film work as well. Yeah, um, Moonlight, uh, and uh, most recently, Don't Look Up, the Netflix mm-hmm. um, okay, yeah. movie. Oh my god, that movie still gives me existential mm-hmm. dread. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. A, uh. yeah, it's cool. It's um. Yeah, atmospheric, and then there was there's like a lot of like guitar and drum. Yeah, drums happening, which is not not what we're used to hearing for Star no, Wars. So, really. um, yeah, it's it's interesting. 
for sure. We went to a Star Wars brothel, which I thought was very interesting. Yes, we did a brothel. Yeah, I was thinking, sex yeah. is confirmed oh, is in Star Wars. Yeah, it's like, are they gonna bang? It was um, very uh, episode one. Like I said, it was very, very seedy. seedy. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna say wow. though, in, in, if we were gonna do a Star Wars brothel in like, you know, the average Star Wars show, there there probably would have been some kind of like cantina music going on like with like cute like alien characters playing but really slowed down yeah right Uh yeah we're gonna make it (laughs) super sexy cantina song the porn the porn version of the cantina song god god nope Um, just make it sound more Um, 70s than it already was (laughs) sure yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what a what an exciting what an exciting time. Great. I, I'm I'm so glad that Disney let them go as dark this. as they're going. Yeah. The and show. let them spend the money that they did. Apparently. Yes. Yes. It for sure. It looked expensive, and it was, and it looked like it was well spent. Yes. Um, yeah. So we've got. I actually the, am curious about that. Um, Maybe we'll do some research as to like what their budget was in comparison to like some of their other shows. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, right away it's just going to be more because they didn't shoot on the volume. Right. Yep. Yeah. Just yep. just that alone is going to be expensive. Yeah. 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 Traveling well, with people. Well, great. Do you have any other Kay. any other thoughts other than we're excited for what's to come? Yes, and great, awesome. Well, uh, we're hopefully not going to cram five episodes into one episode we're busy people <laughs> for the remaining well, time you know, but uh at least some of us are yeah you're busy to, oh, yeah. yeah you are you are um so yes well hope you are enjoying Andor, like we are this is inside the tauntaun a podcast in the multiverse of fandom i'm melissa simmons and i'm daniel dawson and i'm dino nicandros may the force be with you always Inside the Tauntaun Podcast Please like and subscribe